So Drag Race this week, not even just last night, this week. First of all, let's let's talk about international. The, the Gay Olympics. Yes. Jimbo is has been quite prominent so far. Right. I feel like this is the sick validation that that slutty clown needed. That that she wasn't getting at, on Canada's Drag Race. Well, she cried about this episode. She's like, "This is." I, I forget what she said, but she had a little moment there. She's like, "Yeah, it's just." It's nice to be recognized, and I was like, "Yeah, bitch, you are being recognized for how funny you are." And in her fashion, like the only thing Jimbo cannot do is lip sync. <laughs> that's like, like, look, I no, yeah, I just she's just so drunk. She looks like that, you know, when you're like twenty and you just discover the bar, and like. That there's no one at home, at your dorm or whatever apartment you rent, that's gonna like be mad if you come home at three a.m. with like pizza all over your face. That's what she was dancing like twice oh, yeah. now. Yeah, the second time was like marginally better because she didn't fall, mm. but she fell. She fell twice the first episode, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah. But hey, if she's Team Canada, we're Team Canada. But if Jimbo doesn't win, you know who I want to win. Pangina heels. Uh, yes. I please. am obsessed with Pangina heels. And also, have you seen what she looks like out of drag? Yeah. Snack. Whole meal. Like Snackatron. Snackatron 5000. Uh, I, we just started watching uh, Drag Race Thailand. One, don't need the subtitles. Because two, the subtitles are inaccurate. Oh. Yeah, they're very like loose translations. But me and my my twin sister and I are sitting there, and we're like, "That's not what that was. That's not what she just said. That was way worse." <laughs> <clears throat> we both look at each other. We're like, mm, "We've heard our mom say that. That is not what that person said." <laughs> but I, mean, I like I like their workroom in Drag Race Thailand. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's it's elevated. It's like. <laughs> The whole production of it is very like action movie. Totally, yeah. yeah. Thailand doesn't sit down for anything. I I appreciate that, and I hope that carries through in this competition. Like I I don't want an American queen to win. Sorry, Indianapolis. Sorry, Arkansas. I don't want an American queen to win this this season. Or British. I I hate <sighs> bag of chips. I used to like her. Yeah. I used She's... to like her kind of lazy and entitled well it's just like she should not have been safe this episode that dress mm. was horrid it was worse mm. than cheryl's mm. it was worse and I, but she's like she's funny like don't get me wrong bag of chips is a great comedy queen i don't hate yeah. her i don't know why i said i hate her i just don't I, like her as much i don't think she should win no we'll see what the i think there's an acting challenge next week which I'm sure she'll be great at, as will Jimbo. I think Jimbo's yeah. going to be an iconic queen out there. If I, if, if you remember her in Canada's Drag Race with her her bridal party, it's my special day. <laughs> it's my special day. <laughs> I hope Jimbo tears the house down again. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but their talent show, I feel like everybody watched the talent show and was like, what just happened? Except for, I completely understood. She's a conceptual artist. 
Uh, what, okay, what, define the art to me. What was it? Uh, performance art. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Contemporary performance. Conceptual. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely conceptual. Do you think her talent show performance was a commentary on the judge's perception of her in Canada's Drag Race? How she had <gasps> no talent, and then she births a bunch of ham and throws it in there, and she's like, it's good enough. Um, that is a really, that's a really great assessment of her entire run on Canada's Drag Race. I, 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 I wouldn't be surprised if that is what that meant. I, I mm. all right. And then U.S. Drag Race. Speaking of Arkansas. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I, I want to. Huh. Bye, straighty. See you later. <laughs> Is it because part of me identifies as 75% straight? That number keeps getting lower. But I was kind of like rooting for Maddie a little. A little. Not much. I want to know what happened in Untucked between her and Jasmine. That looked intense. Oh, I have not watched Untucked for like three seasons now. Oh, but they they, they like um, gave a clip of it in the episode last night. Oh, shit. And it looked intense. I might have to YouTube it later. I'm going to. Um, activate that 14 day trial of out TV. <laughs> I used like, to have my dad pay for it on Amazon Prime, and he's like, Why oh, am I paying for this? And I was like, It's fine, you can cancel it. But rude, it's fine. Someone in the house is watching, and that someone is your daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be disappointed. I'm okay, I am disappointed. That runway was not it. No, they never are though. That's like the drag on a dime challenge and like it's yeah. it's always gonna be a little dicey. I, I am shocked that Lady Camden didn't win though. She was robbed. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that like Georges is Georges probably needed the win, but I feel like Lady Cam- it was like a toss between the two of them. Um Lady uh, Camden's was so much more involved though. Georges was a bodysuit and just like Yeah plucked some some nautical theme on it and was like okay i'm done it was like well done like it looked editorial but it was just the amount of work put into it versus lady camden i'm like uh Mm, yeah uh, especially since my favorite thing about the garbage challenges is that you can take garbage and make fashion out of it and it doesn't look like garbage anymore and this quite literally was like Mm. 50 star-shaped cookie cutters stuck to george's body yep that's exactly my point Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, fine. Welcome <sighs> to the Full Volume Podcast. Am I doing the intro today? Am I the aggressor? I am your co-host, Harvey Brent, joined by... I'm G.I. Jolie. That's who is here. And today, we are talking about the seventh episode of the HBO Max series, Peacemaker, entitled Stop Dragging My Heart Around. Oh, yes. And just for anybody who has, does, hasn't, uh, isn't aware of what's happening in Canada right now, the political and cultural climate has taken a nosedive. And we are experiencing uh, xenophobia and white supremacy all over our nation's capital and our borders. Etc. Etc. We're gonna get canceled for sure by. I'm not saying it. I'm not gonna say it out loud. I'm not gonna hashtag it. I wish it would just go away. But anyway, 
Um, so I'm just drawing parallels between <laughs> real life in this episode because wouldn't you fucking know? Uh, white supremacy ain't going anywhere, apparently. I have to say, so I cannot comment on that situation. Obviously, mm-hmm. obviously, I grew up. Uh, but um, I have to say, when I was watching this episode last night, um, I actually had to like put down my food, or not two. It was two nights ago. I actually had to put down my food, and any of the scenes where the white dragon and his like white supremacist followers were together, it just kind of like grossed me out. Like I actually like lost my appetite. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even like they weren't like doing anything gross. They were just being them. And I was like, that's it's too much right now. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, okay. So. Shall we go right to the start? I got I'm going to let Harvey Brent take the reins a little more because I'm suffering some... I'm suffering those side effects that everyone's been warning you about from my booster shot. Vroom, vroom. Get in, losers. We're summarizing. <clears throat> All right. So this is basically the end of last episode is when the sheriff gets on the TV, Butterfly Sheriff, uh, to say, we want... Peacemaker arrest this man across the country. So Peacemaker is obviously just spun out and doesn't trust anybody anymore. He's kind of talking to Vigilante and he's like, what the fuck do we do? So he and Eagly and Vigilante and a reluctant Economos set out to find this cow that we learned of last episode. This cow that is producing this this golden um what's the syrup? Word? Nectar? Uh, nectar, thank you. That's the word I was mm. looking for. Mm-hmm. And so they're on their little road trip there, and they are intercepted by the white dragon and their followers. So the white dragon kind of bursts through their, their truck and beats the hell out of them. And that's when a big, big fight breaks out. And so Vigilante, being the caring, sweet friend that he is, throws a grenade <laughs> And stands too close to it, like far too close to it. <laughs> and it goes off and, you know, it knocks down a lot of the white supremacists. It buys uh, it buys Peacemaker and Economos time. And in the in the event of this explosion, severely concusses Vigilante. Ugh, like severely, <laughs> severely concusses him. So this allows Peacemaker and Economos and Eagly to run off into the woods but wouldn't you know it, they're tracking his helmet. So what's happening here is that Peacemaker takes off the helmet, they tie it to the tail of a raccoon. <laughs> Who is really fucking angry about that. Really angry. And so the white supremacists are, are tracking the raccoon instead. And they finally make it back to the main road. And at this point, Vigilante has stolen one of the white supremacists' car because they just left the keys of the car, which is hilarious. <laughs> And they all they all regroup at the car, but then Vigilante has to pee, and oh god! And Peacemaker is getting rid of the extra helmets in the trunk. So what's happening now is that the White Dragon kind of comes up on them, and that's when we get our our big climax, at least in this A storyline. Mm-hmm. And we get so before we like get into this, basically there is a shocking revelation during this fight. Yeah. So the was whole I, time was I right? Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. And I honestly wished you weren't because again, paralleling the universe's actual events of children being meat bags for their deadbeat parents. Oh yes. Um you find out in flashbacks, we've been seeing flashbacks throughout the whole season, 
where Chris slash Peacemaker has been coming to terms with some trauma. We assume that it's the trauma of losing his brother, somebody who actually, like a family member who actually loves him. But we find out that it was, in fact, Peacemaker who accidentally kills him when he's thrown into a pit to allow his father and his friends to bet as if it were on them fighting, as if this is like some dog or cock fight. Yeah. It's crazy, which I, I, I forgot it's, to open the, the summary with that, but that's, that's our opening scene and it's, it's gross. Yeah. I mean, trigger warning, like, is that the first time you put your plate down in disgust or the second time? It was that. And then it was just like the the white dragon in like the kitchen with all the white supremacists like figuring out a plan. I'm just like it's they're just gross. They're just gross yeah. people. The thumbnail for this episode is just gonna be our faces scrunched up. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> What's the timestamp on that? <laughs> uh thirteen oh nine. Oh my god. I just I'm so angry. But are because you surprised? I'm not. I'm not I'm not surprised and I'm I just I feel like um they did this in Walking Dead where they fought people in a pit or they fought zombies in a pit who yes. used to be people was this the seasons we watched together I can't remember oh uh yeah I think we watched most of that Negan stuff together Wait. I don't know if we did. No. I think I moved away right before Negan's big debut. No way. I think so. Huh. Okay. Um, Fun little history fact for our listeners in Seattle, Washington. Jolie and I met at a Walking Dead viewing party. Yes. It is the foundation <laughs> of our friendship. And we continue that into a, I almost said Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones viewing. That's right. That was our next big show that we we crushed. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I thought for sure we watched that together. Or do you know what? We ended on a high note. Then thank God we did. That's we why did. I don't associate you with darkness. <laughs> <laughs> Just bleak, unsettling, hopelessness. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <clears throat> well, apparently not for me. So anyway, okay. Um, yeah, again, themes of children coming in and uh, being misused by parents who clearly shouldn't have had any children at all. I often think about my childhood upbringing and I'm saddened by it. And then I watch this and I go to have somebody imagine this into television world means that someone probably is doing this in real life. Or they know somebody close to them. Like, they were able to conceptualize that so accurately and, like, all the little nuances of it. They're like, oh, yeah. Oh. The cat is trying to get into my room. <laughs> Do you want to let it in? Uh, I'm trying not to. Okay. Come here. I want the world to see the great disturber. There she is. She's shocked. Did you turn your camera off because you weren't wearing pants? Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing short pants. Okay. 
<laughs> Look at her. Why? Because it wasn't fully off? It was off. It was off. Okay. <laughs> Look at her. What a pretty little puss. Yeah. This Look pussy is on fire. She's so big and healthy. Right? She is a big that's, girl. That's Brent. Hi, Brent. Hannah Maria. Okay. She's going to swat me. Oh. She says... No, Meet me in no. the pit. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Speaking of the pit. Okay. So Keith, his brother. Is dead. Accidentally. Yes. And that's when it all, all of his thoughts and feelings and uh, turmoil culminate. Um, his father, who apparently is just going to relentlessly heckle him right into the end in a this spectacular. This is in present day now. Yeah, back to present day. I don't know how they... Oh, I know. Somebody has... Was it Vigilante? He's always coming with the solutions. Um, they disable... They're able to sneak up on the White Dragon and disable the portion of the suit that... Uh, that his electroblasts that control mm -hmm. it. Was it Vigilante that is able to it do It was that? Vigilante, yep. Yeah, um... But we get some surprising exposition right before that. Somebody is outed as possibly bisexual. <gasps> a yes. scandal. Yeah. We hear it through dialogue from, from Peacemaker's dad that Peacemaker used to sleep around with well, women, but we knew that because we saw that, but also men. Which we also saw too, but just never... You know what? I have a theory that him and Vigilante did not touch. Because mm, Vigilante I... may be... A, a progressive sociopath, but he's still a sociopath. I have a feeling, based on their relationship, that they didn't consummate it. They just, like, were on different sides of the third partner who was a female. Mm, yeah. That, that's my take on the matter. But we we get some sort of confirmation that Peacemaker was dipping in the homo pool a little bit. Dipping? He's Come on bathing. in. The water's fine. Oh, yeah. That is exactly what I wanted to hear. It's almost as if he needed that verbal confirmation about... From his father. Yelling all of those things that are perceived to be faults. Or uh, things that he should be ashamed of. Mm -hmm. um, they're also surrounded by his Nazi clan. I can't even... With the the double-horned hoods? It's like a cartoon. I hate them so much. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like... It is at once comical and pleasing because it's comical, but also they're white hoods. So they're disgusting. <sighs> One of them, in true Nazi fashion, has a World War II-era shotgun. Shotgun, yes. pistol, pistol. Shows what I know about weapons. <laughs> he grabs it and he points it at his father. Are we going there? We're going to do it? Yeah. Okay. And his father, in another tirade, thinks that he's going to gaslight his son further. And mid-sentence, Chris just up and shoots it. <laughs> Into it. Yep. Right into it. in between his eyes. And I have not cheered any... I have not cheered louder. 
he's a really like reprehensible villain mm-hmm. like, oh yeah he's really like he really makes me hate him mm. and apparently in um in asking him to play uh the white dragon he, um james gunn was cautioning him he's like you have to be really despicable <laughs> like this man is a white supremacist um don't hold back and he was like perfect let's do it i really admire an actor who can who can lose themselves in a role i mean i've seen edward norton do it oh yeah <laughs> All the actors, all the great actors in the world who've played white supremacists. Um, uh, it's just so scary that people, to know that people are capable of pretending. Yeah. Yeah. But luckily, he is no more. I will say, mm-hmm. I was a little surprised that that threat did not converge with the butterflies. Mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting that, but that did not happen. No. Which is okay. I mean, we have to, they're at least setting out all the remaining plot threads so that now we're going into the last episode next week with, um, you know, just a focus on the, the A plot, which is, you know, the actual butterflies and the cow and all of that. So it's good that they're they're converging. I think yeah. it's good. I just, I was hoping they would kind of converge at the same time, but I don't think either situation would be better than the other. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. It's all Gucci. Yeah. So... Um, Adebayo is revealed finally to the rest of the team, even though some of them already knew. Mm-hmm. Um, Mern knew, right? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. like, and one of the best really quick jokes, he's like, what? You think I was going to join a team and not Google you guys? <laughs> or not look up information on you? Hello. <laughs> um, oh, mm, casualty count. I mean, spoiler alert. I'll just stick one on the post. Um, unfortunately, we get the death of Butterfly Murn. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful scene between him and Harcourt. As he slips away from this world. Succumbs to his butterfly injuries. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, it was the sweetest, most darlingest moment. And also terrifying because you see... Um, you at once see the vulnerability of Harcourt and the rest of the team because they're like, wow, um, our leader's gone. What are we going to do? And then you get Adebayo, who has been kind of like feuding with Harcourt a little bit, but she's like, well, I see a leader right there. Empowers her to become the new leader of their group. And they, you know, they charge at that butterfly. But I, what what is it they find out about the butterfly that... Um, or sorry, the butterflies that they know that they're coming. The butterflies the, now know. The butterflies now know, and they're going to teleport their cow away. Yes. Oh, yes. And which is dangerous because then they will never know where the cow is, and they've just found this out. Mm-hmm. This is a key piece of information in destroying um, the butterfly population of Earth. Also, a really weird, like, thing to be saying since we're trying to save the butterflies in real life. I know. It's like a very, like, reverse climate change uh, message, and I'm not quite... It's it's confusing me a little bit, but, like, no, I'm on board. (laughs) Having a crisis, an environmental crisis internally. (laughs) A big one. But during this... During this whole exposition, we also get Judo Master coming back and attacking Harcourt and Adebayo. 
which is great. And I mean, fair enough, Judo Master. I'd be pissed too. Yeah. I'd be pissed too. So they ultimately subdue him, which is great. <laughs> we we love a beat up hardcore. She had a nice little action scene there with Judo Master. And yeah. then at this point, the uh, hardcore and Adebayo reunite with Vigilante and Peacemaker at the veterinary clinic because <laughs> Eagle got hurt in the battle with the White Dragon. Yeah. And so without Mern, they appoint Harcourt as their de facto leader. Excellent mm-hmm. choice. And then they, they get briefed on, you know, where the butterflies are going to teleport the cow. So, or not where, but that the butterflies are going to teleport the cow. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of where the episode ends, where we, we cut to Coverdale Ranch, and we have all the police and some of the inmates and everybody bringing in teleportation accoutrement and getting it all together and they're preparing to teleport this cow and then the very last shot we find out it's not like really a cow it's like a what the intergalactic version of what a cow would be yeah (laughs) typical typical so a gigantic a, a gigantic um and i mean eight teats Eight teats. It was like uh, a baby-faced version of Jabba the Hutt, but, like, way bigger. Yeah. Uh, if, like, Jabba the Hutt also was, like, half spider, half alien. It also, like, had the face of, like, that baby dinosaur from the show's Dinosaurs. Yeah, it had the cheek structure. It like did. The, yeah. It had a nice contour, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big and brown and living in a barn. Um, squealing, which is weird. Do you remember that episode of Buffy where there was like one vampire and he was like gigantic and he was living in a pool of water? They had to keep dousing him with water? No. What season was this? Oh. Um, it would have been like maybe the second season. Oh, this is when they were doing the one-offs. Hold on. Buffy mm-hmm. the Vampire Slayer. Because you know, <laughs> I started becoming a Buffy stan last year, so I am still new to the religion. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised at myself that I don't even know what the season and episode and title is, because I am a, a Buffy queen. You are a Buffy queen. Yeah, but and I like rewatch it every year. How do I not know this? Do you mean the reptile boy one? But it wasn't a vampire. It was a giant snake. No. Oh, um, that was season two. I remember that one, and it was like under like the frat mansion. Oh. Mm. Oh, know. that one was good too. Zachary Ty Bryan. Am I also thinking of uh, the giant? Okay, because they did this in Blade as well. Um, where they do an obese vampire named Pearl, <laughs> but also in Buffy. They do. Come on, come on. Vampire, vampire. Ah, here we go. Baltazar. Which season was it? Oh, it it's the Richard Wilkins season. The mayor. Sorry. Oh, that's Way three. later. That's three. Oh, that's like... Oh, yeah, that is. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, okay. yep, yep. Okay. Okay. But this is who she's talking about. Oh, yeah. Remember? Okay, yes. Gross and weird. <laughs> and uh, constantly being, you know, pour some sugar on me. That's what he kind of reminded me of. Just this, like, big mass that needs to be supported because 
wouldn't you know, it's their source. And it's huge because it's like meant to feed all the butterflies that are currently have currently infiltrated Earth. Mm-hmm. So Coverdale Ranch. Every time I say Coverdale, I'm just like put that face in your walk. <laughs> oh. I think like Coverdale. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. Um. Uh, I mean it goes it goes with the the glam rock the glam metal theme. Mm-hmm. I, w- I mean, which this episode wasn't terrible. Still, sort of. There was, a lot. I think, I only counted like one extra excessive musical montage, and it was at the end, which yeah. is better than usual. Mm-hmm. Better than usual. And most of it was like diegetic, uh, so at least there was that. Like people were like. Uh, actually listening to the music that was being pumped through our ears. I think uh, Economos actually turns up the music. He does. He says, and there, it's always time to rock. Yeah. There's never a bad time. There's never a bad time, except for the time that Vigilante wanted to rock, which is as they were stuck in a ditch. <laughs> you don't get social cues very well. No. Isn't it... Oh, it's that whole the whole scenario with his like concussion and that car. Oh, I I need to send you this article that he read. It's like vigilante, the world's most adorable sociopath. They're really carving out a niche for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so okay, where where is this last episode going to end up? I I don't like. <laughs> I mean, I assume they're going to destroy the cow, but yeah. where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Cause okay, so apparently the the if you destroy the cow, they only have about two weeks to live. What's to stop them from transporting another cow to Earth? Do they only have the one cow? I don't know. That's a good question, though. Is this how they bring in the Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> that would be the crossover of the century. Oh, uh, I know. The James Gunn verse. Mm-hmm. I I don't know what's going to happen here. Like, maybe they'll go back to their planet? Yeah. I feel I feel like there's there's no... And I'll probably just get hanged for saying this, but, like, there's no comic reference for us to read up on. I mean, I don't follow DC Comics anyways, so yeah. I, I wouldn't know. But no. you would maybe have a better idea. And, are and the butterflies... even then, I don't. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're going to get some character arcs resolved. I don't think now, after last episode, I don't think Peacemaker is going to have this, like, significant moment of homosexuality, which I kind of thought it was building towards with all the machismo and, like, you know, all this, like, alpha masculine bullshit. And it was kind of, like, flirting with the idea of, like, oh, maybe he's kind of gay. I don't think that's going to happen now. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I would love to see Vigilante going forward. I hope they carry Vigilante through. Oh, yeah. Because he's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> In the best possible way. Um, the, uh, the startling revelation that Adebayo is a vet. <laughs> or she just took... Not even a vet. She, like, ran a home for foster animals and lost her job. Yes. And her mom was like, hey, do you want to work for special ops? <laughs> Even though you have no experience. Yeah. You know what, You though? might get shot. I have to say, that's pretty accurate to the real world, because that's how people get their jobs. The, it's not yeah. what you know, it's who you know. 
Yeah, it's who your mom is. Who your mom and dad are. The one thing I'm 100% certain about that will happen this next episode is mm. that Judo Master is going to get out of his freaking... He's going to get out. Yeah. They may have tased him. They may have tied him up. But they only chicken wired his hands. And they chicken wired them in front of him. Yeah. I think he's in the ghetto and probably help. Well, yeah. I don't know. He was kind of like in defense of the butterflies at first. Mm. Maybe is he a butterfly? No, I don't think he is. But he was like before he got subdued at the mansion, he was saying, you don't understand. The butterflies are. And then Adebayo shot him. No, it wasn't at the mansion. It was in a parking lot. Um, Okay. I don't know now. I don't know what's but he will factor into the finale. That much we are sure of. Mm-hmm. Because he's a silent player. And I think the flaming hot Cheetos are significant tell that we are not getting yet. Yes. Yes. Okay. Those are my thoughts though. That's the tea. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's gonna be a long one. It's gonna be um I'm I'm like totally excited. I I'm just, I'm gagged. I am gagged. Gagatron. What's happening? Um, if you too are gagged, let us know. <laughs> Write us email at fullvolumepod at gmail.com. Or um, you can find, if you're listening, however you're listening right now, keep listening on, on that device, on Do that. that app. Do that. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify. <laughs> the one that rhymes doesn't have Shopify. Joe. The one that doesn't have Joe Rogan. I mean, they all have it. Wait, they don't all have him. Professor Joe Rogan. Mm. T H Rogan. Uh, or you can listen to this episode and every past episode and every episode of any podcast we've ever done on the comicbooksyndicate.com. Yeah, I have been one co-host. <laughs> she, I she had her booster shot, people. Stop it. Yeah. Stop judging. Yeah, like Snape levels of speech pattern here. <laughs> you're, very, you're, you're serving me Alan Rickman before 10 a.m. realness. Who are you again? <laughs> I, I happen to be Harvey Brent. So, until next time, keep it loud. Keep it at home. Okay. Bye-bye, bitches. Bye.